very warm welcome to the Small Business Conversations podcast. I am your host, Meli Tangalongulu. I would say that it's wine or clog, but unfortunately it's not. However, we are talking everything related to the wine industry in this episode. In this week's podcast, we speak to one of the youngest black female winemakers in the country. Siwela Mosuha is the founder of Siwela Wines and she's one of the youngest women under the MCC Association in South Africa. Siwela, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for the invitation. So you are young, you are black and you are female. How did you become a winemaker? I think for me, it started back then when I was studying. So I studied biotechnology. I'm a biotechnologist by profession and turned that into a winemaking career. So um, during my studies back then in 2010, I started majoring in fermentation and microbiology. And for many of us, we do understand that um, those are the two fundamentals of winemaking. So that's the science behind winemaking. And for me, I think, you know, learning about that for the first time ever and having to get a better understanding of what really goes, you know, um, into making a bottle of wine, I found that very fascinating. And I believe that that was more of the curiosity from my side because I come from a small village in Limpopo and I never really had to think, I, I never really had to ask myself, what is winemaking? If there is even an industry of such. So I think the fact that I was really curious and I was interested to learn more about the industry is what brought me where I am today. So unfortunately, and I always use the word fortunately because it doesn't always happen that, you know, as a young black female, you get so much opportunities as the as was presented to me to basically, you know, um, start a career in wine. It can be really difficult. I mean, firstly, you have to be in the Western Cape, you know. So um, unfortunately, uh, when I finished with my studies, I got an internship with one of the wineries in Stellenbosch. And that's how I began to, um, you know, build my career within the wine space. And even after that, I was fortunate once again to continue with my wine career, working for one of the biggest wines and spirit producer and, and distributor in the whole world, I believe. And four years later, I decided that I want to literally build a name for myself with the um, experiences that I've gained, the skills that I've developed throughout the years. I wanted to build a name for myself. And I just wanted to, you know, say to the other young person out there, particularly with the same background that I have, um, to say that, you know, this is even possible for anyone who is determined to make it work. Is it an easy industry to get into? I wouldn't say that it's easy, but I think that if you have the right skills, if you've got the right education background, um, it can be as easy as any, any other industry, but you just need to have the right skills. You need to have the right um, qualifications for that. And like I said, you practically have to be in the Western Cape for you to, you know, get um, an opportunity to enter into the industry. So, um, yeah, it's not easy, but it's possible. Suela, what are the requirements? You will need just, it takes about three months to have a, a complete fermentation. So it takes about just three months um, to have a, a complete alcoholic beverage, like a bottle of wine, not really a bottle of wine, but to complete that alcoholic fermentation. And in about a year, you should be done with the entire bottling and labeling of that particular bottle of wine or that specific vintage. And I would say that it would take you about a year to get it into the retail space. 
or, or into or to the consumer. How long did it take you to produce your first bottles of wine and also get them on retail shelves? Obviously, there are different models that are being used within the wine industry space or the wine business in general. So, um, you know, it depends on what your capacity is and um, what resources you have. Not every one producer is involved in every other value chain of the business. So, uh, but there are other standards that are required in terms of the quality manufacturing standards that one needs to adhere to. So, even after that, there are also a liquor license is required for you to start trading obviously. And other um, legal requirements would be the likes of your trademark registrations. And that is literally just to protect, um, you know, what I can say a brand. So you need to protect the brand as well. Yeah. So basically the legal license, manufacturing licenses and uh, the trademark um, registration or yeah, the trademark. What are the most persistent challenges you have experienced? The most challenges or the most persistent challenges within the wine industry is access to market. And I think any other person um, who is yet to enter into the industry or even producers that have been in the industry for the very long time, they also face the same challenges, access to market. And that is because South Africans are not really wine consumers. You know, we rather have, um, you know, consume other beverages such as beer, gin, spirits in general, and ciders. And when you look at wine, there's only a certain population of, you know, um, South Africans that really consume wine. And when you look at just how much wine we produce as a country, it's really a lot. So, you know, getting the product um after production into the market, getting it um, to sell, it's really difficult. And not only not only that, but also realizing that, you know, there are so many brands that come into the market each and every day. So there's a lot of competition within the market with just a little, well, a few number of people that are going to be consuming that particular wine or that particular bottle of wine. Wow, Zuela, I must say that I am intrigued. And I must say that we learn something new every single day because I've always been under the impression that South Africans love their wine and gin, but seemingly not. <laughs> yes, no, I, I don't think as when I look at how much wine we actually produce, I think we should be drinking more wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Suela, <laughs> so, the COVID-19 lockdowns affected most businesses in the liquor industry. How badly was yours impacted? Um, it was bad and it was good at the same time. The bad part of, of this whole lockdown and COVID-19 and the ban of Lika was that, you know, for a small business, it, it really, um, you know, it can really actually shut down the entire business. But fortunately for us, I would say that, you know, we were still able to, um, you know, continue with our day-to-day -day operations besides the production of the wines. So what we did is because we were always an online-based business. Our business operates 100% online and we sell 90% of our sales come, are generated online. So that means that we, unlike the other bigger manufacturers that rely on, you know, our 
people coming in and tasting wine and, and buying a bottle of wine, we, we don't have that and we don't focus. That's not where our revenue comes from. So we continue to market our products online as we were as we did even before. And then the nice thing about it is people were now online, people were at home, people didn't have anything to do, people didn't have alcohol to drink, they missed their alcohol. And that um, when we offered, you know, the whole idea of buy now, get your wines once the lockdown was lifted, it really worked to our advantage because that also increased the number of bottles we've sold so far, even better than before. And even after that, you know, we still continue to see a lot of people buying our wines online because, you know, the whole concept of e-commerce or buying online was now uh, uh, forced onto the consumer. So now everybody is comfortable with actually buying online. And I think that's what worked for us, even though, you know, for those couple of months, we couldn't make any 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 sales but the fact that we were able to say listen you can still buy your wine now and as soon as lockdown is lifted we will deliver the wine for you i think that saved us a lot <laughs> yes <laughs> So, Willa, you're one of the youngest women under the MCC Association in South Africa. How difficult was it to get in? I think before I can answer that, I would say that it's quite an honor. I feel very privileged to be the youngest. Thank you so much. Um, but like I said, you know, it all takes, you know, the right skills. If your product is good, nothing will stop you from literally achieving anything. And I think with me, all the relationships that I've built um, within the industry, you know, the support from the um, industry stakeholders have really played a great role into the success of the Siwela brand. So it is difficult if you don't know how to start, if you don't know where to go, and if you don't have the right skills and, and expertise, like I always say. Suela, what does the future look like for Suela Wines? I'm so excited for the future because I think from here on, uh, we should be expecting to see double the growth from Siwela Wines. I'm literally now increasing my team. So in order for us to be able to uh, efficiently provide them the service that our consumers deserve. And I think that alone is, is, is something that is going to help us in our growth. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know now, but we do now have added um, the informal wine courses onto our business. So that's another thing that we're doing other than selling the wine. So now we can teach you about the wine. Interesting. So do you do them virtually? Yes, I do them virtually thanks to COVID-19. So, um, I mean, so far it's been a great success. I've taught a number of people online and I think it's something that I also enjoy doing because more than anything, my passion um, is also sharing the knowledge that I have uh, about wine. And I think people do enjoy it. And I think the best part of it all is that it's very um, informal and, you know, you don't have to have any other um, certificate or any other other education for you to learn about wine. So, And also, I think a lot of people are now open to learning about wine, so which is really great. Suela, it's been an absolute pleasure having you join us this week. Thank you so much. That was the founder of Suela Wines, Suela Masuha, giving us pointers on how to break into the wine industry. Listen again next week to the Small Business Conversations podcast with me, Milita Ngalongulu. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za and the MoneyWeb app. 
Follow ManiWeb News on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn for updates. Thank you.